on the next episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. From Hardens Creek, we have their release number one called Jacob's Well. We have the Hardens Creek release number two, Colonel James B. Beam. And from Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have Discovery. A lot of we have Discovery Series number seven, number eight, and number nine. And from Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have Fusion number seven, number eight, number nine. And these are the last ones in those two series because they are now transitioning over to their own 100% their own distillate. Hardens Creek is an ongoing series of annual releases made at the Fred B. No Distillery by No's son, Freddie, the master distiller of the Fred B. No Distillery. Each set of releases will showcase the breadth and depth of James B. Beam. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It's Sips, Suds, and Smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time again. Welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. That's right. Ever since they moved the A team to 3 a.m. Well, you can't go against Hannibal Lecter. I mean, I I see your A team and I raise you Airwolf. Oh, no, it's wrong. Hannibal. Hannibal Lecter's guy each or whatever. Yeah, five Maracas fool. Yes, yeah, the other Hannibal. Yeah. No, no, man. Airwolf. Remember Airwolf? No, not cool as A-Team. Helicopter, baby. Not cool as A-Team. Cool van. We're going to fight. Cool van. We're fighting after the show. You notice? They sit there and shoot machine guns at everybody, and nobody ever dies. <laughs> they don't even hit <laughs> anything. They don't hit yeah. They're like stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Yeah. They're like us after a show. Yeah, exactly. Not hit <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Bleep that. Yeah. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee, and anything else you can drink. And here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. From Hardens Creek, we have their release number one called Jacob's Well. We have the Hardens Creek release number two, Colonel James B. Beam. And from Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have Discovery. A lot of we have Discovery Series number seven, number eight, and number nine. And from Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have Fusion, number seven, number eight, number nine. And these are the last ones in those two series because they are now transitioning over to their own uh, 100%, distillate. 100% their own distillate. So, And that's the Origin series, which we have ready to queue up for another show in the very near future. So uh, let's have Harm tell us all about our SIPs ratings. Well, thank you, Bob. Um I, I I'd like the callers to call in and give me an accent to do. I uh, remember when when uh, when Alan would think thought we were a live radio show. <laughs> he still thinks we're a live radio show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So because I'm a good old boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it like this. Uh, here are our sip ratings for uh, 
discussing our whiskeys today. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two sips. Nice. But what else you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. That's interesting. What was this again? Interesting. I can't keep this up. This is the worst Southern accent I've ever heard. Sounds like somebody from Wisconsin trying to do a Southern accent. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. We're going to move it to this then. Oh, your mother's going to be so <laughs> upset with you now. <laughs> He's channeling his inner four, deliverance. Four sips. Let us keep this secret to ourselves. Please pour me another. Well, to be fair, they're from Southern India. Could you could you hear my head swivel side to side? Yeah. yeah. Southern India, same thing. Okay, now. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could taste this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Tell you what, instead of that, could you say, have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you have a problem with the whiskey, right. unplug it. Make sure it's plugged in first. Yeah. Make sure. Is it is it plugged right, in? Turning it off. Turn it on. Turn it off. Yeah. Uh, is cool. that solve your problem? Cool. Have a good day. Thank cool. you for recording okay. technical yeah. support yeah. from Microsoft. <laughs> cool. Cork the bottle, then uncork it. Yeah. Because it's not a sprinkler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to hell. All right. Awesome. So, yeah. Thanks. So thanks let's again. have Justin. <laughs> but there's only one at the table that Justin supported his mother, and it's not the three of us. So. That's right. My That's mother, right. my father, my grandparents. It's all they're all they're all they're well, coming you, after me. Oh, well, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the accent. I'm just I mean in general. Yeah. yeah. In general. yeah. <laughs> so let's have Justin tell us about uh, our whiskeys from Hardens Creek. Hardens Creek is an ongoing series of annual releases made at the Fred B. No Distillery by No Son Freddie the master distiller of the Fred B. No Distillery. Each set of releases will showcase the breadth and depth of the James B. Beam Distilling Company's whiskey-making credentials, inclusive of age, blending, mash bill, distillation, barrels, rickhouse locations, and more. The inaugural releases of this series are Jacob's Well and Colonel James B. Beam. So our first whiskey is Hardin Creek Jacobs Well Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's 54% alcohol by volume or 108 proof. Jacobs Well is a blend of 16-year-old traditional bourbon and 15-year-old high rye bourbon. This edition pays tribute to the first family distiller Jacob Beam and the well he built in 1795. And I want to find out where this deep well of straight bourbon and rye blend whiskey is because I'm bringing a straw. The color of this is kind of a light orange on the nose. It was sweet vanilla and caramel with like nice bold oak on the palate. You get that beautiful oak char married with some fruits and the finish is not half bad. What did you think, Brent? That means it was half good, too. 
So yeah, I got those same notes on the on the nose on the palate. Yeah, I got a lot of spice on the palate. I got it overwhelming with spice. That that oak, the oak tannins and the spice really came through. I guess because of the ages of the, you have the fifteen year and the sixteen year bourbons, um, the Ryan bourbon. Uh, it's very impressive. I mean, they did a good job with the with the blending of these two. Um, I look forward to what he's going to be doing in the future. It's this is a good start for him, and I I like it. Harm. Neither of you guys mentioned the fruit. I get red berries and apricot jam on this. I I agree with you 100 percent with the oak spice. It's all there, but um, sweet vanilla caramel. Then I get those red berries and apricot jam, and then rich rich spices, and it's beautiful. The oak char is there, just like you said, Justin. Uh, the fruit and the it's the fruit that 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 shines with this. It's it's not just all over. It's not over the top char. It's not over the top spice. There's a really good rich fruit inside, and it's got a long sweet finish. I enjoyed it. What it's a little about? mango chutney in there. Look, this isn't a Romulan labor camp. I don't have to answer your questions, and I don't give a damn what you think. I don't have to answer you. The chutney is that's cardamom. There, there is there's rich fruit and that that cardamom has come from the mango chutney. I would not call this mango chutney, and I just uh, did. I'm I'm offended. <laughs> I'm a, I am offended that you think this tastes like mango, or anything. There there only chutney spice. There is the cardamom. Yeah, there's there green cardamom. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, green cardamom in the tip of the nose. Um, but that was oh, a good call with cardamom. Yeah. Oh, what a nice fruit. A little bit of oak on the nose and some I vanilla. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Despite what he said. Yeah, it's got a lot of stone fruit in it. Um, brown sugar, kind of slightly charred brown sugar. So this is a good one. This one's a good one. Now, I mean, you're starting out with 15 to 16-year-old whiskey, so chances are you're going to put probably something pretty good together with that. Um, It'd be hard to screw it up here. But well, you know, I mean, I've had plenty of There's been a I've lot had plenty of, of whiskey that old that this. was nasty. <laughs> well, yeah. where, where are we coming from? We're coming yeah. from Beam, right? Yeah. We got the the they've set up a, their own distillery for for Fred, right? Yeah, for Freddie. Yeah, they got a lot of barrels to choose from. Well, I mean, you, you know, here's the thing the uh, uh, the series that they were doing with him. Um, what was it called? Little the, book. Little, little book. book. Um, He's Freddie's done some great stuff with that little book. I mean, some of the ones that I looked at on paper and I went, Oh, I'm gonna hate that. I'm like, Wow, yeah, they gave him a lot of leeway, I think, yeah. as well. They I mean, let him they, go they pretty much anywhere what, he went, what he wanted he's to do. Favorite grandson, right? Yeah, he plays good cornhole too, by the way. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it sounds like something it from sounds prison, dirty. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something from prison. I don't want to go there. I, I'm joking. I, you know, I married into Alabama, so. I know what cornhole is, and oh my god! Roll Tide, kids! Roll Tide! We could have got through an episode. We could have got through. Yeah, no, no, we couldn't. Not not as long as he's here. Um, I married into it, man. <laughs> how do you marry into? How do you marry into inbreeding? She's I don't blonde know. and chesty and 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 bare feet. And her, I, 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 she has me wrapped around her finger. And her parents are cousins. So okay, <laughs> and an uncle, yeah, <laughs> and sister, and nephew, yeah, I, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, if you marry your sister, is she still your cousin? I don't know. Um, so we're going to be rating if the you divorce. If you get a divorce, is she still your is she still your sister? No, she's your ex sister in law. <laughs> so we're going to be rating the Hardens Creek Jacobs Well Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey a well deserved four sips. That's classified. So we're going to go on to our next one from Hardens Creek, and we'll ask Brent to tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is a Hardens Creek Colonel James B. Beam. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 54% ABV, 108 proof. The repeal of Prohibition ushered in a new age of opportunity, and Colonel James B. Beam was quick to seize the moment, setting out to rebuild what he had, what had been lost and build it upon further. It took just 120 days for Colonel James B. Beam, also known as Jim Beam, to get Claremont Distillery up and running again, proof that quality is not necessarily a function of time. In honor of the Colonel's legacy, Colonel James B. Bean was crafted. The limited edition two-year-old whiskey achieves a depth of flavor usually reserved for more mature bourbons by taking it off the still to lower distillation proof, imparting more flavor from the fermentation process and letting the barrel's characteristics shine through at a younger age. So when I tasted this, the first thing I said was, wow, this is young, and Bob's like, well, did you read the description? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so that tells you where I went with that. You it's know, mostly two-year-old whiskey, and, right? It is, and it's a two, but it's got, but it's got a lot of good characteristics that we'll talk about in a minute. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing the second whiskey from Hardens Creek, the Colonel James B. Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon. We're having Brent tell us about that one. Yeah, so let me get back to this. The the color on this is a straw, a straw color. It hasn't had the chance really to impart a lot of that oak yet into the bourbon. It's so a deeper it's, straw. It's not. It's not like really pale. No, it's not totally pale. But on the nose, I get, I get that corn, vanilla, caramel. It's just a, your your quick and easy notes that you get from a, you know, from a, a standard bourbon, and. On the palate, it's a little bit more. I get some of the oak that comes out, which is surprising me for this young bourbon. But the corn is the overwhelming uh, thing for me on the palate. I get some nuts. I get. Uh, it's hard to say if they're they're not really like walnuts. They're more like like peanuts. I've been waiting to say Enunciate, that. Enunciate, please. <laughs> Enunciate been, your peanuts. I've been waiting to say that. Um, vanilla. You get the oak tannins. It's uh, the. The finish is rather short. I'm waiting for this to to see what happens. If you take the same product and wait a few years and see what happens with it, I think you're really going to be looking into something special. I you disagree with you, you about you don't the really, short finish. You don't really get this uh, this kind of flavor out of something so young. So out of two years, so you disagree with me on the on the, the uh, short finish. I think the finish is longer and I and I agree with you about the corn notes and the greenness of this whiskey. It tastes as soon as you smell it, see, like you said, it's young. Yeah. It smells green, it smells corny. And then you know what? I come back to it and I approach it and I get lemon curd. There's citrus and there's vanilla. It's not just vanilla and corn. I get a lot of citrus. And on the palate, I got lemon and ginger. And like I said, like, well like you said, it's more complex than you expect from a 2-year-old. Right. So, and I got to give it a, I would give it a medium finish. I would love to make a cocktail with this. Justin, what do you think? I hate to agree with harm, but I actually do in this case. I think Freddie probably thinks that 
this bourbon was going to go wrong in a few years, which is why he pulled it now. But it's pretty good for a two-year. What do you think, Bob? I think it's a very interesting experiment. I mean, they're taking it off. At a, they're, they're going at a lower, lower proof in entry. Um, which gives more flavor. Which is the way they used to do things back in the day of Colonel Beam. You know, I mean, everybody went in at a lower proof. It was 64 when they changed the federal laws to where you could go and end up, up to a 125. But, you know, there's not a lot of distilleries doing it. Like Michter's is one. I think it was Michter's going. I think it's like 107, right. uh, something like that. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of distilleries, especially craft distilleries, are expanding, experimenting with going in at that lower proof. I thought you proof. can distill higher, but you go in at 125. One, yeah, but 125 is, is the max barrel proof. But right. it used to be, you know, nobody went in at that. They, that was raised. And that was the bean counters who did it. It was the accountants. Because if you put more ethanol on the barrel, you have more ethanol at the end. So they had more product to sell. But everybody used to go in in the low 100s back in the day. So it's an interesting experiment going back in time the way that they, and I'm sure that's probably why they named it after Colonel Beam. I like I like what Michter's does. This, yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. So um, a couple more years. Yeah. I, I think it's a very interesting experiment um, considering its age. I think they got a lot of flavor out of it. Um, so, you know, all in all, I think very interesting, uh, interesting whiskey and I'm looking forward to, you know, some, whatever else they have that comes out in this series. So we're going to be rating the Hardens Creek, Colonel James B. Beam, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, well-deserved three sips. Interesting. So let's har- have harm. Tell us about our next whiskeys from Bardstown bourbon company. I'd like to say thank you, Bob, but you know, I, I feel like you should You're just me. Horrible and bitter. So, yeah, you should thank me, Bob. Let me tell you about the Bardstown kids. Uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company Discovery Number Seven is one hundred fourteen point five proof, fifty seven point two five percent ABV. It is a blend. Now, the Discovery series from Bardstown is uh, designed to showcase the art of blending uh, on an emphasis of old rare whiskeys sourced from different origins. Uh, I think a lot of this is Heaven Hill and um, probably Dickel. I'm not 100% sure on this. 31% is 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. 25% 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon, 78% corn, 10% rye, 12% malted barley. 21% 12-year-old Canadian whiskey, which is freaky, 100% corn. 15% 7-year-old Indiana rye, 51% rye, 45% corn, 4% malted barley. And 8% Tennessee, 17-year-old, 84% corn, 8% rye, 8% malted barley. What an eclectic, weird blend. The color is this orangish copper, really orangey. The nose is sweet corn, vanilla, cherry, and caramel. It is gorgeous. It's, it's on the sweet side. I'm guessing that Canadian whiskey is like too much. 100% corn whiskey from Canada. That stuff comes off the still at 160 proof or higher. That's like vodka. This is where I think this is, it made this light. The palate is medium weight, and it's full of spices. Brent, what would you think? Yeah, the, the first thing I, I got on the, on the nose was the corn, but it blew off really quickly, and I got to the vanilla, and then I got some cherry on it as well. But yeah, that corn is just sitting in the in the glass. It came through, and then it blew right off. So it got rid of that right away. But that may have been the high alcohol content. Yeah, look, look, I <laughs> I lived 
10 years of, man, when, from the time I was uh, three years old to the time I was like 13, I lived in Winterpeg, Canada. I still don't like Canadian whiskey. Maybe because I, le- I left the country before I could legally drink. <laughs> but, uh, Canadian but- whiskey, man, that's just too high in proof and, and corn and weirdness. And- what, what is yeah. a winter peg? Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg. You said it's, winter peg. It's winter peg before yeah. a reason, dude. Yeah. Minus 40 below. Minus 60 with wind chill. Being thrown off the roof of your house so you could dig yourself out the front door. Welcome to Letterkenny. Yeah. Sudbury, but, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. On the pallet, though, I got... And they're warm in Ontario. Go ahead. Surprisingly, I didn't get a lot of that corn on the pallet. I got the, you know, the vanilla, cherry, caramel, the things you expect you're going to get. And I was shocked that there was not a lot of thing at the corn. A little bit of There's oak good tannis. spice, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was very enjoyable. I don't, uh, I don't find things that are wrong with it. I just, it's weird. Is the best way to describe it. It's, no, it's it's interesting. The best way. Weird is <laughs> denigrating it. <laughs> yeah, that corn, the corn's gone. I mean, it was when we first poured it, and about a minute or two later, it was <laughs> gone. It blew right off. Yeah. It's just like. It was there and poof, it's gone. Yeah, they, I mean, the rye, the rye is really is coming through. You can't yeah. even get it back if you tried at this point. <laughs> I think it was that high, like he said, it was that high octane Canadian going. Yeah. What do you think, Justin? Remind me of that Savannah candy store where they give away the hot, fresh pralines right off the board, cut you a piece. Okay, look, I will give you pralines any day, but I don't get the pecans here. I think it's on the finish. Really? Right after you get the the I I mean, I will go out of my way for fresh finish for fresh, fresh pralines. Yeah. But I don't I don't get enough nuttiness here. Well, where are they? You said you'd give them to them any day. Where are they? Yeah, none. You got nothing. nothing. I'm yeah. diabetic, man. I can't eat pralines. I don't anymore. care. You don't have we, to eat them. You just have to can, bring them. Yeah, we can eat them. We can eat them. Mm. Hey. I'll make you some pralines. Yeah. Okay. okay. Looking forward to that. No, butter, I mean, brown sugar pecans, baby. I got you. Yeah, that corn blew off. There's, there's some nice toasted caramel on there. I mean, on the palate, it's. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty solid. Uh, dark caramel. A lot of barrel char comes through on this. You know, you you get a big bump on the barrel char. They don't tell, say what kind of barrel they use here at all. Well, I'm whatever barrels each one of those were in. So who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, the Canadian was most likely a used barrel, I would guess. But um, mostly a neutral. Yeah, I mean, you get a lot of nice char on it. That gives a little bit of spice and a little bit of a little bit of a pump at the end. So, uh, yeah, I think this is one of the better discoveries that, that they've released. I think this, yeah, this, number this, seven, one's, this one's pretty solid. So we're going to be rating the Bardstown Bourbon Company Discovery Number Seven. Well deserved. Three steps. Interesting. So let's move on to our next one from Bardstown. It's the Bardstown Bourbon Company number eight, one hundred fourteen point one proof, fifty seven point oh five percent ABV, sixty six percent twelve year old Kentucky bourbon, which was a seventy eight percent corn, ten and twelve, a seventeen percent Indiana rye at fifty one percent rye, forty five corn, four percent barley. 11% 12-year Canadian 100% corn. Guessing they got a deal on that. They, got, they must have got, got a lot of it. Got a, 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 lot of, a lot of the Canadian whiskeys people sell generally, those 100% yeah. rye. And mm-hmm. a 6%, uh, 6% of this was 6-year Indiana rye, which is a standard 95.5. Wonder where that came from. 
would never guess. I'm guessing uh, <laughs> Delaware, right? Yeah. Um, got, got a nice color to it, you know, nice, nice light What's bronze. What's that TV called now? It's not, it's what? Uh, Ross and Squibb. Ross and Squibb. There you go. Um, on the nose, brown sugar and butter. A little bit of pastry note on it. A little bit of sweetness there on the palate. Mm. On the palate, it's a little bit tannic. Um, I get some barrel char, burnt sugar. On the back palate, a little, a little bit of oak. It's got a pretty good finish. Finish goes on. Um, oh, no, not bad. Not bad at all. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, on the palate there, I have a burnt brown sugar is what it really is like what comes to, to mind with, with this. Um, the oak tannins, it, it's very much more of a typical bourbon than the, than the last one that we, that we just tasted. There's Not, a little more tannin than I would expect for the ages of those yeah, whiskeys. I the, mean, you, you get that when you're you know, 15, 16 and up. Right, it, but you only got you got 66% yeah. of a 12-year, so yeah. that's probably where they got this. They got some really good to, extraction of those barrels. I'm guessing those may have, are top-shelf barrels, you know. Yeah, and that barrel alone may have been too much to have as itself, so they, they needed to... It may well, have that's been, why you blend. You right, know, you exactly. Can't, some barrels are too tannic because where they are in the warehouse or, or whatever factors are contributing so you that's why you blend exactly that's what you want to try to do is you want to make something that's presentable to to people that they're going to want based on what you have so they worked out it worked out and you got something that's you know that's probably better than any one of the single bourbons themselves and that's what you want a, a blending of the four is better than each individual so i think they went in the right direction synchronicity baby yeah Justin? Still stuck in the Savannah, Savannah <laughs> candy store. This time I'm getting the dark chocolate turtle. Are you taking LSD while we do the show? No. <laughs> no, before, if you take it now, you, it'll, it'll hit after the show's over. <laughs> that's just a waste of a good time. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's dark chocolate, caramel. Justin's cons. in Savannah. And yeah, I mean, you know, I may leave the candy store, but not for this expression. It's just a different sweet. Yeah, I'm... I I'm disappointed in this one. You guys are all talking it up. I I found it smell. I like hot. the milk chocolate turtle personally, but this is the dark chocolate turtle. Well, your skin. mom's disappointed in you, but she hasn't gotten rid of you, so you know. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. Yeah, it's, this this smells hot. Is it tastes as hot. I don't know. I I actually like the next one better, and it's um. I don't know. Well, the, we'll get to that one though. Not not as much brown sugar. Okay. What do you think, Bob? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yep, that's I'm it. the one that started it. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't remember that far back. Yeah, I know. It's hard for him. Yeah, it's all that acid. The, the so. acid's hitting now. Yeah. So, so what did you think about it, big giant nine foot talking dog? Yeah. <laughs> Why is the ceiling dripping? Yeah. Okay. You remember those trucks that said ABF on the back? Those semi semis. I was 16 years old. I'd spent. 24 hours awake driving my cousins back from Orlando and I'm the one driving and I saw this this 18 wheeler in front of me it says ABF and in my head it goes ARF so it's ARF ARF so that the the 18 wheeler in front of me turned into a 9 foot or 18 foot tall Doberman barking at me You're not at this point I knew to 
pull over and you're sleep for three hours. You're not supposed to drive when I, you're doing acid. I'm 12, just, yeah. Well, it yeah. took a, he said 12 hours from Orlando to here. That was the first sign of intoxication. I've been up for 24 hours. And I took my cousins to drive 12 hours from Orlando. I can get to Orlando from South Florida in less than 12 hours on a moped. I'm just saying. Okay. That was a dumb kid. Well, we're going to be we're going to be rating the uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company Discovery Number Eight. A well deserved three sips. Interesting. Arf arf. So we're going to go to Justin for our last one of the Discovery series. Okay. So now we're going to be talking about Bardstown Bourbon Discovery Number Seven. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> Number nine. nine. Number nine. nine. So that Number one nine. Nine. Oh, is 96. There's no Beatles fans here. God, you guys. No wonder you were stuck in the candy store. He was a whole page behind. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was. And 48. In case you guys can't tell, this is the second show we're recording today. <laughs> right. The first show was an acid show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is 48.4% alcohol by volume. It's 48% four year old Bardstown Bourbon Company. 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. It's 22% four-year Bardstown Bourbon Company, which is 60% corn, 26% rye, 10% wheat, and 4% malted barley, and then 30% 12-year. What are you reading? Yeah, what are a, you he's, reading? He's, You're on the right page. He's, he's reading the discovery. He's reading the, the next expression. Discovery number seven. nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it comes right after discovery number eight. Oh, my God. So that one's a mix of different. Uh, yeah, that one's also a mix of different stuff. Okay. What, are, what is that mix actually made of, Justin? Lord have mercy. <laughs> Two four-year-old Bardstown <sighs> bourbon companies. One of them has 75% corn, 20% rye, 4% what? malted what? barley. <laughs> Where are you? Somebody take that away from him. Start reading Just, right Yeah, there. read that. I was. Okay. Oh, God, Justin, we're coming to call you an Uber. 35% eight-year Georgia bourbon, 12-year Kentucky bourbon. 17-year Tennessee whiskey, and 12% Canadian whiskey. And, 100% corn one again. And it was 100% corn one again. Somebody got a deal on that. Yeah. And um, it smells pretty decent, better than the sum of its discount barn parts. So what'd you think, Brent? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. This one I got oh. uh, on the nose. <laughs> I got brown sugar cotton candy is what I got on the nose. It just came through really quick. I, I was I like, like that. If, if I, I got golden you know, brown butter. Yeah, I mean, if I was making cotton candy with brown sugar, this is how it would be. This is what I would. This is what I would think it would smell like. Got a lot of baking spices on it, the oak. Um, a lot of your traditional, you know, your vanillas, your caramels. Uh, There's a hint of mint. Very light mint. That's on the. That's kind of on the end. That's kind it's of on the end of it. Nose. I yeah. think it's a, it's a beautiful nose. It is. It's a, it's it's great um, on the palate. Um, all those flavors come through. I I really stuck on that cotton candy flavor. That like a burnt butter cotton candy kind of thing, like a burnt brown brown I, sugar. I don't butter. know where you're going with the cotton candy because to me cotton candy is gross. 
It's brown sugar and baking spices. And, yeah, but and it's bread. like, but it's like a lighter version of it. It's like well, the uh, last time I talked to Cotton Candy, it found harm rather offensive as well. So, <laughs> just say, you know, it's like I a, have a nine-year-old. Cotton Candy is part of my life. Your kids are older. You mm-hmm. haven't yeah, seen but, Cotton Candy. But lately. Cotton Candy is like a light. It's like a light and a fluffy, and you just kind of squeeze it together. That's kind of how I get this with the. How I imagine this still talking about candy or (laughs) (laughs) we must really want candy. Yeah. But you um, you want some pralines. Yeah. But this is great on the palate. They've done a great job blending this one as well. Um, I guess this is the last the last of what they have with the discovery. Right. Yeah. This is the last expression. Yep. That's it. So everything's going over to origins now. Everything is going over. So we'll talk about this one. We'll be back. Yep. And then she said, wait, we're back on there. Sorry. Yep. So, <laughs> I, I hesitate. Uh, I mean, I, I, we're just done with Justin for a little while. So, <laughs> <laughs> Justin's ready for vacation. He's going yeah. to nap on a couple of weeks. He's done. Yeah, yeah. He's ready to go. Um, this Watch out, Napa. Don't sell him anything. Yeah, I, I, I agree it with Brent. It didn't work out last time. I, I definitely get, I get the cotton candy on the nose, but it's like a... Brown sugary mapley kind of cotton candy as opposed to just like straight up like right, that right. neon okay, so there blue is no stuff. such thing as a brown sugar cotton exactly. candy. Exactly. We're making that we're co- making that you if we are- had it, it's a lighter it's a lighter ver- it's not like it's the dark like if you took if you took butter and, and brown sugar your and you put kids, it in a pan, your kids you would are getting have a, married. You, you would have had a, cotton candy. You would forever. have a, a harder we, sticky or something. college. We live, I had cotton candy last week. We live in this a happy place. Candy. <laughs> Just because you live Cotton in a sad, you live in a sad and bitter place. We live in a happy place my in our heads. My girl is nine. She is beautiful and lovely in the light of my life. Your she children are all just like the mailman. It's amazing, just yeah. like the mailman. Like, <laughs> why does she keep calling Cotton him daddy? Candy is bad. Why does she keep calling him mailman, daddy? I, I whatever. Um, no, but I'm with Brent. It, it's got it's got a nice nose. It's got a pretty good palate on it. Again, I, I think another really well blended whiskey. Uh, I, this is my favorite of the of the Discovery series. Yeah, I like the first one. You like the last one. Justin liked the one we're doing three weeks from now. <laughs> so, so Justin's, it all works out Justin's for everybody. In from a parallel universe. Yeah. So y'all got a preview. Different point in space time continuum. <laughs> so we're going to be rating the Bartson Bourbon Company Discovery Number Nine. The last discovery. Uh, well deserved three sips. Interesting. So we're going to move on to our next expressions from Bartstown Bourbon Company. We're going to have Brent tell us about those. You Thanks. got the right page? I, I believe I have Look the right you, page. Look at you, man. I don't know how you can get We are excelling. <laughs> yeah. He's spitting, I'm swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> so. And there goes all the NPR stations off of our list. <laughs> So whiskey, this is of course. this is the uh, fusion series releases combined older source whiskey and a younger bourbon which has been distilled and aged by Barbon Bartstone Bourbon Company, and it shows a range of mash bills across blends including <laughs> corn, rye, wheat, and malted barley. The journey of the unique series has been to see the changing flavor profiles as the Bartstown Bourbon Company bourbon ages, becoming more prominent in the blends over time. With Bardstown Bourbon Company's own distillate reaching maturity and the impending release of their Origin series, the Fusion series is re- preparing to take a rest from the shelf. So these are the last of the of this series as well. And we'll be moving on, as they say, to the Origin series. So this one is the Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Number no. Seven, ninety-eight point one proof, 
It's 49.05% ABV. It's got a 54% three-year Bardstown bourbon, a 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. It's got a 10% three-year-old Bardstown with a 60% corn and a 40% rye and a 6% three-year Bardstown of a 60% corn, 26% rye, 10% wheat, and 4% malted barley. And then we're going to add in the so 20%. A four grain. Yeah, so a four grain. Exactly. This was the, a three grain, a two grain, and a four grain is basically what we got from them. We've got three different expressions of it. Then we're going to add in a 20% 12-year Kentucky bourbon, which is 78 corn, 10% rye, 12% malted barley, and then a 10% 12-year Kentucky bourbon, which is a 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. It's interesting that they take those two 12-year Kentucky bourbons, and there's really only a three- the 3% difference in the corn and the rye, you know, that, that, that they, that they found that this much makes that much more of a difference. But, um, on the nose, I got, I got some of those traditional, uh, notes of the, of your, uh, oak and a little bit of uh, vanilla, just a, just a slight bit of cherry on the end of it. And then the palate, the first thing with the palate, it was a little bit off-putting for me. It wasn't, there was something not right originally that was off from it. I had to add a little bit of water. Um, it, it just seemed young and green. It just, it seemed, it's, but you have that, you know, 30% of it is still a 12-year bourbon, but it just didn't seem like the, like that was enough to bring out the age in it. You know, I think you had the the three blended series from Bardstown Bourbon and the the twelve year Kentucky. I don't know that it was enough to to really change it up and enhance it, and I don't know that it enhanced it as what it should be. So I think that you know they're, they've obviously this was an experiment. They tried this, you know, and they're moving on. I think they've learned from this and stuff, but it's not one that I would go back to and you you know for them again. Which I doubt they were. They're not going to because they've got their own stuff. But what do you think, Harm? It's I not agree you. With it's you. me. No, actually, it's not me. It is you. You know, it's 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 not you. It's me. <laughs> That's all right, all right. Just say the right thing. Say the thing I want you to say. That's right. What's his name again? Dent. Mm-hmm. From the yeah. Anyway, the IT guys. Yeah. The IT guys. Um, it's young, it's green. That 30% to 12-year-old does not offset that three-year-old three stuff. Uh, I like the the weird play they're doing with this four grain and then, and the uh, the corn whiskey. But it's, I think it's kind of an experiment that didn't work out, like you said. They tried it. They didn't get it. I mean, they wasn't... I mean, they moved on. They tried... This is one of their... Earlier fusion expressions, and they moved on. They did fusion eight, yeah, and they moved on fusion nine. So you know, I think fusion number one and three, I think we liked a lot back in the day. Did we ever taste one on the show? I I had one. Yeah, so one and three were really great. Uh, I don't remember. Seven is just a weird one. Yeah, and seven's my lucky number, but this was unlucky for them. Justin, Justin. what do you think? Okay, he's done. If you like silly putty, (laughs) this is the drink for you. You guys are dumber than a box of hair. 
It's just got that very young bourbon taste. Yeah, and you know when you say silly putty, that reminds me Play-Doh. of something that that Bob always talks about: plumber's putty. That young floral note. Well, you get that in rye. Yeah, yeah. more in rye. Yeah, more in rye. But this, this is this has just got that young note. Didn't work for me. I thought it was interesting, though. You know, it it's it's young, but it was definitely an interesting blend, and I I can really pick up that four grain. I can definitely get that because if you've had enough four grain whiskeys, they have a particular flavor profile to them. You can definitely sort of pick that up mid palate. Um, but all in all, you know, an interesting whiskey. You bourbon geeks in your four grains, and these are all you know, these are all experiments. So uh, you know, not too shabby. So we're going to be rating the Barnstone Bourbon Company Fusion number seven, three sips. Interesting. I think you're being generous, Bob. Yeah, I let you in. <laughs> Bob, tell us about the next one. I wanted to lock the door, but they, turn, huh? they said, let me, you know, let him in. I'm like, I, uh, whatever. <laughs> All right. So our next one is the Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion number eight. And that is 95.5 proof, 47.75% ABV. Let me grab it. So it's a it's 12% four-year-old Bardstown Bourbon Company whiskey of 75 corn, 21 rye, 4% malted barley. 58% four-year-old Bardstown Bourbon Company whiskey, which is 70% corn, 18% rye, and 12% malted barley. And 30% 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon, 78, 10, and 12. So same 30, 70 blend yeah. our stuff and ours. Yeah. But... Again, 70 base on that 12 and then moving stuff around on the top. Um, an extra an extra year's worth of age on the BB Co. Uh, whiskeys. So it's got a nice... Uh, BB Co.? You're like that with them? You're like your buddy. They're your buddies. You call them BB Co.? I call it the Bardstown. Well, they like company. me and not you, like most people. Yeah. He's including, got nicknames. He's got including your parents. And your brother and your wife and your kid, but we won't go there. Um, <laughs> it's got a nice golden color to it uh, on the nose. That corn has definitely went down a considerable bit from from the last one uh, with the three-year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, more of the classic bourbon nose. It's got that sugar. It's got that vanilla. What a difference a year makes. We go from... Yeah, from a three-year, three to a four-year-old four year, town, and mm. it and it does make it so it does make it better, not mm. a, a great deal better, but it is noticeably better. Mm. Yeah, but it's got a nice smooth palate to it. It's got a good tongue coat. You get the flavor all over the tongue, front, back, and sides. It's a little bit of brown sugar, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of oak in there. Hmm. Get a little bit of a floral note on the back palate. It's got a medium long finish. Uh, yeah, nice, a nice blend, nice whiskey. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, I could definitely tell the difference. And I just tried them both side by side, and so much. There's so much notable. Like I think they might, they might even have these in there. You know, they've got a nice blending room there, and they've got all this stuff on the table, and they may even have these, you know, side by side on the table, tasting them themselves, and. A real a big noticeable difference in the two, and this one is such an improvement over the last one. It's it's not there yet, 
but it's an improvement. It's not when I say not there. It's still a little bit young and off and off putting, and I don't think that 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 the, the twelve year made. I disagree. I don't. I don't find this one off putting at all. It's I actually a, think I would go out and buy this one, whereas I wouldn't have buy the last one. The other one, yeah. I, I don't. This is not off putting. I. I, don't, well, I, 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 I guess, like the young flavor. I, here, so. not, I guess not off putting. It's just a an off flavor. It's an off flavor profile. I guess a little bit off flavor profile, more likely, is what I what I want to say about it. It's, it's got to be old for you. It's be no, old it doesn't have to be you. old for me. And this shows it. I mean, because we're we're taking. I a, mean, as old as he is, there's not that much out there that's considered old for him. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, good lord, look at him. If I sawed him in half, I'd take me an hour to count the rings. What do you think, Justin? So, Bardstown Bourbon Company had a a bourbon finished in prisoner wine, and when we first poured this, it really reminded me of that. I got wine on the nose, wine on the body, and there's no wine involved in this spirit at all but when air hit it after about a half hour 45 minutes that disappeared so for that reason i found it was pretty interesting i didn't get that wine note at all earlier no i think the wine notes on our next one mm. <laughs> that would shock me at all oh lord have mercy also, I took longer to get to mine. I, I, yeah, I, I I take time with my tasting note. These guys speed right through them. Well, I mean, I know. take my time to do them wrong. So Justin, I, I take offense. Justin can only write so fast with that crayon. I mean, once yeah. that point's gone, then it's like round and it's really hard you, to write. So there's only so much Elmer's glue to sniff. <laughs> yeah. So he, come on. He was at Fusion Nine and we were yeah. still <laughs> we were still on. Yeah. You guys are just all behind me. He was at Fusion Nine and we were still on the Scotch show that we did before this one. So all right, well, we're gonna be rating the Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Number Eight uh, three sips. Interesting. So that takes us to our last one from the folks at Bardstown Bourbon Company. So, Mr. Happy, that being you, Harmeet. Harmeet. That's good old boy Harmeet, too. <laughs> You're a complete bastard, and we all hate it. I really thought Justin was finishing the show off. No, no, no it was me. Oh, no. It was my turn. Oh, no. oh, you guys want to brave oh, no. that? I'll do it. Oh, don't, no. don't dare he me. He was on this whiskey about an hour ago. <laughs> Obviously, I'm prepared for this spirit. Right. Before he does it, should we just like take a moment and make sure that he knows what he's doing? I mean, just here. Hold on. For I am a sinner in the hands of an angry God. Bloody Mary, full of vodka, blessed are you among cocktails. Pray for me now that the hour of my death, which I hope is soon. Amen. Okay, I think we've invoked to God's will at harm go now. Oh, you shouldn't let me go. I, do I have to do this one? Yes. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Bardstown Bourbon Company, fusion number nine. The final fusion, before we move on to the origin series, 96.8 proof or 48.4% ABV. 48% four-year-old Bardstown, uh, 75% corn, 20% rye, 21% rye, four malted barley, and 22% four-year-old Bardstown, 60% corn, 20, 26% rye, 10% wheat, and 4% malted barley, a wheat weird four grain, and 30% 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon, 75% corn, 13 rye, 12 barley. I believe that is... Um, do we know who that is? Nope. Nope. Actually, All right. Fine. 
The color is a beautiful copper. Sorry, I'm far away from the microphone. The color is a beautiful microphone. Uh, it's a beautiful microphone. <laughs> it's been a while, kids. And this has the best nose of these bard sounds, I think. It's gorgeous with golden raisin and cherry and caramel. And mm, the palate is medium with loads of corn, again, vanilla, a little bit of sweet spice to it. And the finish is medium. I enjoyed this. Yeah, this one... First, when I first sipped this one, I was like, "What is this finished in?" Because I would have swore that it was a finished a finished barrel. But I have all those other notes that you have. But I just thought it was in a finished barrel and stuff. Bob, you want to finish this off with this? Well, I don't want to let Justin do it because he <laughs> thinks he's drinking scotch. So um, you know, well put together. Um, again, this one shows uh, a little more maturity than uh, two series ago with the three year. Um, I can again taste the four grain. So, yeah, a well done effort. So we're gonna rate the Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Number Nine three sips. Interesting. Well, that's all the time we have today. Justin's over there going, "Thank God." Um, <laughs> no, we're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. It was a pleasure. I yes, it was just a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you. I hope you get better scotch in the next show. Well, we'll see. Like I said, he's he's still waiting for Daddy to take him to Napa, so he's he's trying to figure <laughs> this one out. Don't worry, I got you. We'll be drinking wine in a couple of days. So, and thank you, Harm. How come I don't get to go to Napa, Bob? What's going on with that? Hold on, hold it was on. Supposed to be a surprise. You're a complete bastard. We'll hate you. <laughs> Let me find another one. You guys are dumber than a box of hair. Okay, there you go. There's your reason right, why. Whatever. Yeah. I just had a great time up in Disney last week. It was good. Everybody should go and eat at Morimoto. Telling you. Well, this is Made Man Bob. Thanks for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 